don't be afraid to ask. I think that's that's a big one. Like people come into many sexual experiences and they're like, oh, I have to know the perfect way to please my partner. And if I ask, I'm gonna look like an idiot and I just have to do right for them immediately. And I think that's an impossible standard to set, one. And I think that if you ask, it's almost guaranteed to be better because they can articulate what feels good to them. And I think it's a really simple question too. It's like, what, what can I do to make you feel good? Welcome or welcome back to the Elevated Podcast hosted by Lisa Battaglia. You are joining a community of elevated empaths who embrace their duality, honor their empathic superpowers, and live consistently from their authentic soul. The Elevated Podcast tackles conversations around empathy, energy work, sexual energy, manifestation, and social and cultural insights. Thank you for tuning in to the Elevated Podcast and taking the time to nourish your roots and elevate your soul. Let's get into it. Hello, Elevation Nation. Welcome or welcome back. This is the Elevated Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa. I'm so glad that you're here. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you're reading the title correctly. We have a very special episode for you today. I am so excited about this. (laughs) One of my favorite episodes, and I'll tell you why. Before we get into today's episode, some updates that we have. So the Healing Your Sexual Energy course has actually dropped in price, and this price is not going to last long. Enroll in the Healing Your Sexual Energy course will help you discover your intimate needs, understand your sexuality, reclaim your sexual energy, build self-intimacy and safety in the body, and so much more. So the prices dropped down for a short time. So now is the time to get your course, get it now before it's too late. And I also want to let you know that I have added drop-in coaching sessions open right now. So if you're interested in that one-on-one empath coaching with me, taking quantum leaps to elevate and up-level your relationships, your sexuality, love, money, career, purpose, reach out to me via DMs or apply at the links below to start your empathic journey towards quantum growth. I also do Akashic Records readings. If you're interested in communicating with your spirit team and getting any answers you want about past lives or this current lifetime now, or getting an energy healing or just general energy reading, chakra clearing, any of that stuff, do the Akashic Records reading. I also do animal communication readings for that soul connection to your pet, to know what they're thinking, feeling, why they behave a certain way, and all of that. You can learn about all of my offerings on the links below or on my website at lisabtag.com, L-I-S-A, B as in boy, T as in Tom, A-G.com. So this week on the podcast, we are joined by my high school ex-boyfriend and the man who took my virginity, Anthony Devonzo. You heard that right. (laughs) So we were supposed to record this podcast a long time ago. It didn't work out. And it ended up being that the day that we did record it was actually the day of our first anniversary 11 years ago, November 14th. And divine timing for sure, because it just kind of ended up being that way. And so crazy that we ended up recording it on that day. So it was wild. We got to talk about a lot of great things. So we talk about the evolution of our relationship. We met in, I guess, the eighth grade. We remember things very differently, but I guess we met in the eighth grade. And we talk about the evolution of our relationship over the last 14 years and how we went from friends to enemies, to friends, to dating, to friends, to enemies, to who knows what. And I tell, I actually expressed to Anthony uh, a, a sexual trauma that I went through before the relationship that we had that I ended up carrying into that relationship, which was like a really sp- special moment because I think I had never expressed that to him. But to be able to communicate that to him and get clarity on it on both ends was really powerful. And we also talk about our sex stories with each other and with other people. We talk about how to be good at giving and receiving oral sex. We talk about the importance of a physical connection in a relationship. We talk about open relationships and Anthony's experience with that. 
We talk about how we lost our virginities to each other. We'll tell you that whole story. It's so embarrassing. (laughs) And we talk about how that experience affected our sexuality into adulthood. We talk about the power dynamics in sex and how our power dynamics with each other have changed over time. Anthony tells you all what it was like to actually date me. And we talk about how to communicate your desires in the bedroom. And I say this in my conversation with Anthony, but I'm so grateful to have a first boyfriend like him who taught me so much about my sexuality and my relationships that I've carried into my adulthood. And I'm so grateful that he came on this podcast to share his wisdom and his insights. And I know that you're all going to love this conversation. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow this podcast, rate it five stars, write a review, share this episode with your favorite empath and write in to tell me you would think about this episode and what you'd like me to talk about next. Let's get into it. You're you're taking your shoes off. Should should I do that too? I don't know. I'm just going to get comfortable. Yeah. No, I like that. So, like, physically I'm comfortable so that I can, like, mentally get there, too. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know? Are you uncomfortable mentally? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think I'll I'll think I'll think warm up. Okay. Yeah. Are you? You feel great. I'm always comfortable mentally. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm great. Yeah. I know you're great. I don't have to worry about you. Yeah. Having things to say is not the worry. It's like, what am I saying? You know, that's where the worries. You're worried you're gonna say something inappropriate. No, I mean, with you, who knows? <laughs> when were we supposed to record this podcast originally? I don't even remember. Months ago, I was just in the middle of like, yeah, I started this business and then got really busy, and then. Yeah, what's the business? Um, in short, we believe there are millions of independent artists that would stand to be full-time independent artists. Like they could... Musician artists. We're starting, or, yeah, starting, okay. with, starting with musicians. So we believe there are millions of these people. And we believe that like, just like our startup, like the thing that they really need is angel, like angel investors. Uh-huh. They, they need some people to see some value, see the vision of what their art could be and invest in that and give them, you know, some runway to, to make that vision a reality. Uh, and we think the best people to do that are their fans because their fans are already willing to take an economic, you know, financial, emotional risk on these artists, um, and give them capital and exchange. If we could, you know, partner their businesses. So the fan actually gets like a monetary return from this investment. Mm-hmm. That could be a really cool, interesting relationship. And so we're building this platform where basically re- artists offer revenue shares on particular songs to their fans and let the fans like invest in their favorite artists love that it's really cool yeah anthony's just shirtless now because right, we're he accidentally we're spilled wine on his white shirt it wasn't why would i intentionally spill wine on a white shirt come on <laughs> oh i guess i gotta do this conversation shirtless. what are we shooting a porn <laughs> you said you were subscribed to my only fans which you know i don't does, know how you found exist? that i don't know how you found that i don't use my real name I mean, obviously, Issa, <laughs> Issa, <laughs> it's not even close to my real name. Does Riley sound like Ashley? No. Does Lana sound like Amara? No. Do you understand these references? No, you like amateur porn. <laughs> Why are you so, so knowledgeable about famous female porn stars? Because I find it fascinating. Porn stardom? Yeah, I always have. Why? I guess if you, if it did exist, I don't know why you wouldn't tell me about it. The like, OnlyFans. Yeah. Why would I tell you about it? I could be a paying member. Who knows? Why would you pay for it? Isn't that what the OnlyFans does? You would you would support me Maybe. as a business. Who, who knows? I I I am saying that that would be the potentiality that you would unlock by telling me. Anthony, I barely got you to do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and yet here we are. Here we are. Okay, Elevation Nation. Welcome. Welcome back. This is the Elevated Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa. Today, we're joined by uh, Anthony. <laughs> I like forget your name. <laughs> uh, Anthony is my ex-boyfriend. That's me. That's pretty weird. Pretty I don't weird. think I say that usually. But yeah, like that's what you are. Well, admittedly, I have a hard time breaking up with girls. Do you really? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, like, remember when we broke up? Kind of. We, like, made out and, like, hooked up up like that, like, in in the same. Yeah, classic, (laughs) uh, you know. We were also 16. Yeah, youths. Do you know what today is? 
by the way? I did. I, I realized that. It's our... It, After you texted me? I mean, it wasn't intentional. It was like I knew... Like, when I went to text you, I was like, wow, that's so funny. Like funny yeah. i noticed it after we like oh. agreed to meet today november 14th it's our I first was... anniversary that's it's wild yeah it's been 10 years several yeah right to this day to this day wow that we started dating one could say it's like a good thing that we waited to record this podcast for this momentous occasion yeah i'd say so yeah so we dated for a few months yeah in high school but like our history is much more robust than just a few months we've had on and off physical relations for <laughs> for 10 years oh god that's wild you're yeah okay so let's talk about how we met okay so there's a particular um she's famous now her brother yeah it's cool that she's famous now and her brother's a, a, a nice guy oh oh when i texted you from his phone yes that's really funny. I, we stayed up like super late, like pre-sexting. Like we weren't sexting, but like we, we were, were like we were just like saying love things essentially. Like no, we were talking about like the things that I've done, and I, I remember oh, I'm like in yeah. the eighth grade, and I'm telling you that I've like what have I done? I don't know. I told you his, him that I was like doing stuff, yeah, which was a lie. And the irony was that you were texting me from his phone. Which and then, was also a lie. It was, it was false, false fronts on both sides. The irony is that you like took a, a virginity later on. That's the irony. That's the irony? Yeah. I didn't claim to have yeah. done that at the time. But I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 yeah that's funny. That's really, so that one also must have been eighth grade. Okay. So, well, let's talk about this because we were friends. First. Friends. Yeah. Friends and then enemies and then friends and then dating. Is that how you would describe it? It's a, it's a flurry of emotion, certainly. <laughs> it's a flurry. And then uh, you hated me for a while. Some anger, yeah. When Actually, let's back up. When did it become... When did it go from friends to you liking me? To me, that's when we both bonded over... Okay. And then you started to like me instead. Yeah just that just happened well it's not like i have like a likeness amount and i just like shift it right like that's not how emotions work right you think i had emotions towards someone else and then i started talking to you and developed new emotions you know yeah yeah so interesting and then you know you didn't like me for a while you actually hated me for a while you were mad yeah 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 that felt like a a, a slight we didn't speak right like after that as a result yeah yeah probably i mean i was very angry yeah why well it was just like people that i thought were close to me and like understood like how i felt like making decisions in light of that would with consequence you know you thought it was about you it was about like hurting you well typically in friendships uh you were both trying to like do what's best for each other. Like that's the nature of the friendship, right? Are you talking about our friendship or your friendship? I mean, all, all right, right. It was like a love triangle, classic three sides. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause I was reflecting on what we could talk about today. Yeah. And I was thinking about how, I don't know if I've, maybe I've expressed this to you or maybe you had a feeling that there was like, that experience with him uh, there was an experience where it kind of i don't want to say traumatized me because it sounds a little dramatic but yeah it kind of did yeah and i think i carried that into our relationship that's not surprising really did you not know that i didn't know that but like reflecting that makes sense. Make sense yeah yeah so i didn't really like acknowledge it or deal with it until i worked at snapchat and had to read about stories like that like day in and day out whoa and so i was like why is this triggering me so much yeah and then it was like you know lots of therapy where i kind of realized that that it wasn't a really intense thing by any means and this is me minimizing it yeah but it's not like people have way worse experiences yeah but it did like put an imprint on my brain 
Yeah, I mean, um, I think I had some understanding. There was like a weird, it wasn't a great like scenario. Yeah, why? References from you. and But like, again, like never explicitly like made clear. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because I feel like I, I, there was, I remember a night. It's crazy, the weird like moments that I remember. You remember better than I do but I remember one night with you and I kind of had like a moment where I think I that's what I mean when I like carried it into the relationship with you because like I was at I was 16 I didn't know what I was doing I don't know what like my brain was doing it was just associating things and now I look back on it 10 years later and understand it a little bit deeper well I don't know why we broke up I, I mean, again, I told you, like, like we cooked up as we broke up. Like, <laughs> it wasn't... Uh, That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that at all. Really? No? I, I remember it vividly. I, like, know where in my house, like, the, like, it's the, cou- the orange couch upstairs in that, like, next to my bedroom. But, like, why did we break up? I don't know. We were dumb and teenagers and, like, highly emotional. And it wasn't, yeah. like, a, you know, like... Did you break up with me or did I break up with you? Or was it mutual? We broke up a couple of times too. That So this is another like wrinkle in things. Because one time we broke up at your house and that one was really painful for me. I was really sad about that I one. I have no idea what you're talking about right now. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was an interesting moment. Um, but then we also broke up at my house. Wait, wait, wait. We, hooked- wait, wait. <laughs> we broke up, but we got back together, you're saying? We never, again, like we, at one point we like officially dated, I think. Are we still dating now? <laughs> I mean. We just never broke up. We like stopped having the titles, but like. You did date someone else. I did, for sure. No, no, we yeah. broke up, but like it was a blurry line. Um, as with most of my relationships, it's a blurry, blurry line. Yeah. Because I don't, I like, it's not like the emotional feeling stop. And like, you know me, I'm like a very physically sensuous person. Like that, like inclinations and urges, that doesn't stop. Do you feel like there's something to be said about the fact that we like took each other's virginities? Do you think there's some connection that doesn't go away because of that? I think anytime you have sex with someone else, you have like a connection. Yeah. Um, first time, like momentous, like that's cool. And I think like we never... We never stopped having like good sex, I don't think. So like what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so on this podcast, we often talk about how energy is exchanged when you have sex with someone. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Wouldn't it oh okay. I, I you might have to explain that to me. So energy, just in like empathy, feeling each other's pain, feeling like, each other's oh. joy, feeling each other's whatever. Yeah. Essentially like you being in my house right now, like I am picking up on your energy. Is that because my shirt's off? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Is that because my shirt's off? <laughs> it's a joke. Okay. Yeah. So like we admit some wavelength yes. of something and we can yes. pick that up. And yes. like, that that is empathy or is that like empathy is like one of many of those frequencies. Is that like kind of what you're saying? That is empathy. Okay. That's cool. I'm aligned on that. Yeah. So... I found that a lot of people were talking about that energetic exchange, but not enough people were talking about what happens when you have sex with someone. Yeah. And of course that happens. You're like naked, you're intimate, you're yeah. inside of each other, whatever you do. On each other. Yeah. On each other. And so I found that like no one was really talking about it. I started to notice it happening f- with me. Yeah. And especially with, I, I talk about this guy on the podcast, he, I call him the narcissist. Uh-huh. It's not me. It's not you. Okay, good. No. The, oh, yeah. We can we can start to narrow it down okay, on cool. the podcast. It's yeah. not Anthony, everyone. Cool. Glad to know. <laughs> no, I don't think you're a narcissist at all. Good. Uh, I think you can be confident sometimes. I've got that, yeah. <laughs> Which is good. Yeah. No, but it's like for as much confidence I have, I also have like that much doubt. You know, it's like I, I try yeah, to keep both. I think I'm the same. Construction, deconstruction. Mm-hmm. both yeah so i talk about the narcissist but i think you'll know who i'm talking about because you knew of this person I'm trying to like tell you with my eyes <laughs> Wait, was it that vincenzo guy no chad charles chin chimp what are you saying <laughs> what was he had a name um i really want to know who you're talking about right now i don't think it's the same person 
Chuck t- Todd Todd? No. Todd? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was- Anyways, where I was going with this, I talk about him on the podcast and I talk about how that energy was really exchanged with him because afterwards I would feel just drained. Yeah. Emotionally, physically and all those things. Thoughts on that? Like sexual energy in general. Have you noticed that in your own life at all? The way I approach sex is like a mutual, it's like a team, team effort. Two people coming together to achieve a goal. And that goal is like pleasure on both ends. Um, and I think that you can feel when the pursuit of pleasure is myopic. That is when it's someone seeking pleasure for themselves or when it's more of a joint, um, your pleasure is my pleasure kind of mentality. Uh, I think you can feel that. I think you can feel like varying degrees of uh, desire or interest. And like if those are too different, that can feel weird. That can be a strange tension. Um it's funny to me because I don't think about it so much as like an energy exchange. Ideally, you are left like very energized. I think it's like a mutual empowerment kind of thing, especially with like domination and submissive tendencies. Like, yeah, this is my notes, Anthony. Wow. It's like you Whoa. read my mind. <laughs> Weird. Uh, <laughs> like that can be like, are you empowering the submissive by making them feel that way? Maybe. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I but at the same time, like, are they just trying to like give themselves to you like uh, you know take the pleasure like that you want from me i want you to have it like that can be really interesting too i've noticed that with classically hot girls that i've slept with they've been <laughs> they, me. Well, this i'm about to say a negative thing so that's why you don't want this to be about you. um <laughs> they've been more of a like this is to serve me like you'll get off no matter what because all guys like i'm so hot like Oh, you know, it's like a really interesting thing. And like, I think like some hot girls just have this like premature ejaculation complex where it's like, oh, like guys like come too quickly with me. Like, I don't want to be sex. Like, I don't know. It, it can be really interesting when someone has never had or never felt the need to like be sexy or act sexy for someone else. I think that's like a, a tangible thing. You can feel that because it's just been like too easy. Oh, like I've never had a problem with a guy like not getting hard or not, you know, coming like it's kind of interesting. So I'm I'm curious about the language of how you said like act sexy. Do you think it needs to be like a performative thing? I think that it doesn't need to be performative. When I say act sexy, I'm just talking about putting in effort to get the other person off. Like mm-hmm. effort in any capacity. Like you want to work to like to the end of their pleasure, whatever it is. Like that can be like some acts like oral intercourse like is almost exclusively that way because like you're not, I mean... I love going down on girls. Like I, I just, I, you know, enjoy that. Uh, like it, it, I do enjoy it, but like, I'm really like doing it for you. Right. Like I, I like I'm, the, the end goal of that is like, yeah, that you have an orgasm. See, um, I like going down on. And you do that really great. Like not like. Thanks Anthony. Yeah. I, wow. No, I really, I honestly think like, I thought this the last time that we, uh, <laughs> <laughs> last time that we, what well, that, you know, I would have come to understand something like this. Like, yeah, you, you, you give really great oral sex. Hey, you hear, heard it here first. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm sweating. Are you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. You're also very great at it. You know that. You I, know how I feel about that. Yeah. Because I think what makes someone good at giving is the fact that you want to be doing it. Yeah. That you want to be there. Yeah. Because I, I was dating someone earlier this year. When he would do that, I felt like he wasn't into it. Like I could just feel it. I could sense it or that he didn't really want to be there. Yeah. So I never, I literally never got off with this person. Wild. Yeah. I, so I dated a girl for a couple of months. So like, that's like a significant period of time, like for a, a incredibly sexual individual like myself, like, you know, I would have hoped that someone else would have wanted to do like covered a lot of bases in that amount of time of dating with me. Yeah. We, I think the furthest we went was I saw her topless like she was still wearing a thong and I like li- like kissed her breasts. Like that was like as far as we went. And she just like wasn't sexual. Like she didn't like hand jo- Like she was just like, oh, like hand jobs, blow jobs. Like, no. And I was just like, that's like, I, I love that. Like I, not that like, I just like want her to like do that for me. But like, I really like that, like sexual connection and like that desire that earnest desire to like explore each other's bodies like really important to me and like it was just so weird for me to like for her to not want 
to explore my body in the way that like I wanted to explore hers and like yeah. it just wasn't yeah huh. and we had like we were really good fit on like other things like that's why like wow. like we had really similar interests like we got a lot we had really good time together but like sexually just didn't yeah interesting and I, I can't remember if I told you this my last relationship it was I feel like the sex had died down quite a bit yeah and I, it could have been an a variety of things but also the natural way that sometimes relationships progress like the spark kind of dies out yeah but i were i mean you know that i'm a very sexual person yeah. and we weren't even having sex like even hardly like even once a month oh my god i was i thought you were gonna say like hardly once a day and i was like, yeah. <laughs> like okay like i guess like that's fine you're like whoa yeah <laughs> kind of crazy no like barely once a month that's insane. What what is the point? I think about this a lot, which is like, what is the difference between a relationship, like a romantic relationship with someone else and not? And for me, like, you know, there's like, a, you can talk about priorities and how like a, you know, really deep, close romantic relationship, like that's your like really high priority person. Like you'll do anything for them. Um, but like, I think like when you start to think about like a really good friend and like a really like you know deep romantic relationship like the, the biggest thing is is like oh i don't give my best friend like a blowjob like i i right you know like that right. i have really like i would do anything for you know my best friend like he's my boy you know like i would do anything for him like i, but, I would like, do anything for him like suck his dick yeah but like i'm just like not <laughs> interested in like having like a physical romantic relationship like that um but with like a romantic partner like that's that is what you you know i want um yeah it's, it's like if, if you don't have that like it begins to like to me like why like monogamy certainly should be out the door like because you can just have a bunch of like intimate like relationships and then like you're just hitting all my notes oh Anthony. that's so weird okay so that was my other that was gonna be my other talking point because i actually don't know where you stand on this open relationships non-monogamy so, yeah so like i would say all the relationships i'm currently in are open um <laughs> that's such a great vague phrase that could mean so many things i just <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna re refuse to qualify it, so it just hangs out there. Um, <laughs> I'm just in a ton of open relationships right now. But this, that made you kind of sound like a a playboy, a floozy. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a floozy. I have I've, I've I have emotion and sex need to be. Actually, this is a great segue to this story. So I met this girl on a dating app in Berkeley. This was a few years ago, and we got drinks. We had beers. Like it was a nice like drinks. And like I don't like these dating apps. I think they're like really my best qualities don't shine through on them. You know, like I think really like the best thing I, I have to offer is like a, a, the way I think about the world. And like, it's hard to like communicate that through pictures and whatever. So an unusually like good time with this girl at this, like getting drinks together. And at the end, and she's like, oh, so can I give you a hug now? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, can I give you a kiss? And she's like, oh yeah. Like we kissed, it was a really nice kiss. Um, she was from Austria. She had a, a cool accent. She's you love like, these like European, yeah, European uh, women. And uh, she was like, uh, really nice makeout. And she's like, what are you doing after this? And like, me being like dumb and and like naive was just like, oh, like I'm just gonna drive home. Like, <laughs> like just gonna have a nice cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. Like watch some TV. Like <laughs> just like did not pick up on it at, at all. And like because i was just riding the high of this like makeout like i was just like i just kissed this really cute girl like i you know feeling really good like <laughs> had no expectations uh like didn't, didn't need to you know sleep with this girl that night and missed the hint that she gave in a pretty forward way thinking about it on the way like back like god this so like she probably meant like she would come like sleep with me like i you know put it together like as i'm driving home still on the high right. um but she texts me after it and she's like you know what i, I just want to like tell you like i have a boyfriend and i was like oh okay um and she's like but it's like an open relationship and like while i'm here like not in austria like I, I can sleep with whoever um and i was like oh okay and then this girl and i ended up like sleeping together for the next like six months and it was supposed to be like twice max like with her deal with the boyfriend oh yeah like okay, okay. and she didn't tell me that but like i you know it came to and we went from like having very few uh, like for me, it was never really emotionless. Like I, I was trying to experiment and see if I could have like an emotionless relationship or like a purely yeah. physical one. Because I, I honestly believe that like routine sex is like a really healthy thing. Like you just feel better if you're having routine sex. Um, 
And so like, I was, you know, it's an experiment. Can I do this like open relation, like friends with benefits, essentially what it was. It was a great promise. Like I slept, we like slept together like a couple times a week and like otherwise didn't talk too much. You know, it wasn't like a. And you knew the boundary. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. It, but like by the end of it, she f- fell in love with me. Like she was like confessed to her. Like the boyfriend came. Yeah. What else is new? Classic. Yeah. <laughs> the boyfriend comes from Austria and she's like texting me. She's like. My boyfriend's next to me in this bed right now, but I want to be with you. Like, you know, like hot, you know, it's like she gave me a journal with a lot of thoughts that, you know, it was, there's really hot stuff. So, like she's still such a sweetheart. And like, I, yeah, if you're listening, Lena, you know, you know, how, <laughs> you, you know how we feel about each other. Um, we're still talking. I mean, we still talk. We, that's, that's the beautiful things. Like, we yeah, still have a you're, really, you're like, good with that kind relationship. You're good at uh, keeping things on good terms. Well, that's what I, I was saying. Like, I don't I, I struggle to break up with people because I still have like emotions and feelings and like sensuous love that I like I have the desire to like share. Um, but like that was an interesting thing because like came into it with a super scientific like we're not going to develop feelings for each other. Like, this is the way it is. And I was kind of like, uh, sure, like I'm not really going to see other girls. So like. This is kind of not monogamous, but like it, it, by like, you know, it kind of was, but like feelings didn't come, you know, it's a funny thing. But ultimately she developed stronger feelings for me than I had for her. You know, like that was kind of yeah. interesting. Uh, and ha- the whole boyfriend like ended up breaking up that. It just, yeah. Wait, so they're not together anymore? So after she texts me that she's like in love with me, not her boyfriend, and that she like wants me next to her, her and her boyfriend go on like a two week road trip around the United States. Because he had flown here from like Austria to do that. So they do that, which I thought was strange and bizarre. And she goes back to Austria. She's living with him. And like ultimately, like it just doesn't doesn't work out. Um, I had to give the dude a hug at like a party that she had while he was here. <laughs> and I was just like, I felt awful. Like I was just like, dude, if he I were know any of this, I think maybe he ultimately did. I don't know. It's just it was just like one of those things where it's like if I had a girlfriend who went to a foreign country and we kind of negotiated that we could have an open relationship, but like only like sleep together with like someone twice in a row. And then like, she went and like slept with a dude for six months straight. Like I'd be upset. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to give me a hug, you know, would that can, would, do you think in your mind, do you think that that is cheating because she broke the promise? I the mean, agreement? I think there's a difference between, um, not, between like yeah breaking in an agreement with like your partner and cheat like i think cheating is pretty classically like we have an agreement that we will not sleep with other people and then you go and sleep with someone else like that that's cheating exclusivities you know it should be talked about should be formalized not not always is i agree yeah yeah um but i don't think like i think that was certainly like a weird gray area that like right because like you know it's it's the third time breaking it no is the fourth time breaking it you know like it's kind of a you know like yes and my my thought is like even they even opened the relationship up and it's the boundary was still crossed. Do you so do you see a point in opening it? Do you think boundaries will always be crossed? Well, I think that one of the most beautiful things about a relationship is the trust that you can't develop. Yeah. And like at a certain point, that trust can be like what I would call like blind trust. Like you can count on it and you can ex- have an expectation of its fulfillment without like ever even saying anything it's pretty wild like yeah. pretty productive like a cool a cool relationship between human beings when they can blindly count on each other and have that sort of trust so i think that like trust is really important i think things should be formalized i think that's important and like i think that you begin to challenge trust when you've agreed to something and then something else happens mm-hmm. but i don't think that boundaries are necessarily broken and i think the trust that you can develop and build with between two individuals is like really amazing like yeah not like i'm not like a fatalist that like you know eve bit the apple so all humans are bad like uh right like if you were in a relationship with a woman would you prefer to be monogamous i typically when i get really close and and intimate with women have a monogamous desire that is like i don't have the desire to sleep with anyone else like i just want to sleep with them and so like i've had relationships where i did not formalize that we were exclusive but like we never really needed to because it was just so obvious to to each other that like we were the only people that we wanted to, to sleep with. Like, yeah. I, how many women are there? <laughs> not that many. Not that many. <laughs> There's a lot of European women. That's true. I'm American. That's true. I don't fall in that category. That's not true. I'm Sicilian. Hair flip. Hair flip. Interesting. Do you think like if a if partner came to you and was like. 
I want to be in an open relationship. Would you like be open to it? I I think I would want to know why, like what what like the motivation was. Like if there was just like this like angst about being in a monogamous relationship that's not like really based off like desires for someone else, but rather just like you know like yeah. a, a theoretical thing. Like I think I could be more inclined to that. But like if I had a relationship with someone and they're like, hey, like. I love you, but I really want to sleep with this other person. Then, it, you know, like that starts to challenge like, like, okay, why? Like, oh, they can give me something that you can't like, oh, okay. Well, like, you know, you start to feel like pretty slighted. I think like you're not enough. And like to say yeah. that like one person necessarily has to be enough for another, like that's an interesting, you know, a question to, to talk out. But again, like the best type of love I've experienced is the one where it's just like the desire to be with each other is so strong. And like, there just isn't a desire to be with someone else. Hmm. How many times would you say you've been in love? How you, I mean, we use love as like a pretty flippant term these days in, sure. in this uh, day and age. I like to give it more privilege. Like I, I like to, you know, inflate that term because I think like with the the last girlfriend that I said I loved you too, like we didn't say it for a while. And then like when we said it, like it was a really like, you know, it, it, it was a feeling and emotion and experience that like permeated you know your whole body like it was like a really intense Love exchange yeah and that was really cool and like i i think by privileging it like you can create that sort of value in this world and i think yeah. love love is one of those things that's like worthwhile in, in creating that sort of value and strictly in a you know romantic not like a, right. a, a familiar or platonic sense i don't know like handful like a handful th- maybe three four women that i felt like that way okay yeah what I think is interesting is that I think my love for people has evolved over time. I think each time that I fall in love, it's even more it it's even more in love than the previous one. I think I learn more about love as I do it. Yeah. Because we said I love you. Yeah. But we were like kids. Yeah, we didn't have much context for that. We kind didn't of have term. much context, but like I do think that there was love there, of course. I, I think we had really strong emotions for each other. Yeah. And I think the next boyfriend I had in college, we said that, but I don't know if I really like felt that way. Mm, And then my most recent relationship, like that was someone I was really in love with and like saw a future with. And that was a different type of love. This was the the no sex relationship though. Correct. Whoa. Yeah. Interesting. It was like a best friend type of thing. But then there were, you know, there's elements of our values we were trying to make something work that wasn't really gonna work. You're heading north, he's heading south. Hard to go, yeah, go kind in the same of. direction. Yeah. Yeah. As much as you want it. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. But then the, it begs the question like, is love enough? Is love enough? I mean, yeah, that's like, like. With everything it, else not really should, working. Should one person satisfy. Oh, 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 interesting. Like, like if other things don't work, but you love that person, like, is that enough to carry you through? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think the way people talk about it, it's like love is the reason why you would. But I don't know. Like, to me, love is not like one of many things. To me, love is like a sum product. It's like the love yeah. is the result of all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So Frankfurt is a cool philosopher. He talks about love being non-optional. And I think that's like a really interesting way to mm. characterize it. Talk to me more about literature literature i mean frankfurt is a philosopher that i did think you have my mom as a teacher i did karen it's so weird yeah you were dating someone else right no when i was i mean i i you think had I, her as a I, teacher I, th- I had her twice i believe did you really i think i had her for both did you have her when you were dating me i, I believe so that's so weird yeah you were screwing your english teacher's daughter yeah naughty naughty yeah i also <laughs> did not know how to write in the english language so that was that's still not true no i like i recently read some of my writing from high school and i was you just like child. i was so dumb i just didn't know how to put like <laughs> articulate thoughts together like it's really wild how different the way i perceive and articulate myself now is compared to then interesting like dramatically different huh yeah i would have never thought that by writing in high school i'm surprised i got the grades i did my like i just like maybe it's because you're screwing your <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i i began to understand it i just like didn't yeah i don't i didn't take it seriously i don't i don't know like huh 
when I when in college when I learned I could write essays about anything as long as I had reasoning for why I was writing those essays, like uh-huh. I got way better at writing. Interesting. Yeah. So you're saying my mom didn't click make it click for you? I don't think our school system is funded enough. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> that's, that's what I'll say. That's what... <laughs> what is your favorite memory of us together? me anything do you remember when we were making out at uh the mall on the roof and we got <laughs> like knocked on by a security guard we weren't making out we, we were like hooking we were like no what? we Ooh. were just like cuddling no clothes were off we were making out like no 100 yeah no because i remember they thought we were doing something but we weren't we didn't we weren't having sex but we were like we were making out for sure I promise you the mall yeah the movies yeah on the roof yeah. in the car yeah it was like one of our it was like our first or second like real date it was just like a really sweet i re- i cherish that memory because it was just like a classic yeah like high school like, like you know, first time i was making out with a girl in a car like yeah like it was <laughs> it was classic yeah um that That's was a good nice. one after we having after we had sex for the first time and we told my brother that we just did it that was also hilarious <laughs> that was a classic does he know the truth about that now 10 years later i mean what we told him that we actually we like there was no that's it yeah i, I think i think he thought us. we were kidding no i think he I oh think, he believed us yeah yeah okay so let's tell this story should we tell this story <laughs> i mean we're, I, we were on the verge of breaking up from what i remember like we were we were in a fight we were in a fight yeah what and were we then, fighting about god no something silly i mean again like it was probably my doing i always initiated the fights that's true i'm glad thank you for recognizing that uh, <laughs> finally she recognizes it no i was like a huge just asshole shit stir yeah i mean i and yeah. again like you saying that you like brought trauma for something else into like that like makes you know that's clarifying in some respects we were mad at each other about to break up i got up from this you know the shared love seat infamous blues the cuddle lounge yeah uh which which mind you i had with me until my oakland house i I lived with that chair and told people like would actively tell people in a like jocular tone i'd be like oh i lost my virginity on that like and they'd be like ha and i'd be like ha but like i actually but i actually did did. yeah yeah (laughs) um and then you sold it to you told me you sold it to some 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 chick who loved the color blue um But, uh, so I got up, like threw something away or came back. You, t- you got up to turn the fan on because it was so hot. Oh, yeah. It was getting heated. Came back, kissed you because I was like, you know, showing you. What a good move yeah. on and your then, part. Then we just kept, then we made out and then close. Came partially off. <laughs> you, you, I was wondering if you were going to talk about this detail. You, you notoriously enjoyed keeping a lot of your clothing on. Uh, I did? Yeah, you don't remember that? No. Oh, you, you you did not like to be fully naked. I'm what? Yeah, isn't that interesting? I always thought that was strange, but it was like you like working. Anthony, your... what are you talking about? I'm 100 percent serious. I mean, I'm I don't not lying remember about that this. at all. Oh, interesting. You didn't like to. Take I'm your not bro- like that now. No, I know, and I like appreciate that. Um, <laughs> no, just, I'm just clarifying for my yeah, audience. Yeah, that I'm not like that now. No, I you just like used to that. not want to take your bra off. Like you were just like. I didn't know I was so conservative. Well, like, we would still do stuff, but you just, like, again, like, wanted to have clothes. I don't know. Like, it was... But we had sex where I think that... I think I had more clothes, like, all the way off my body than you did. Because you're... I believe your pants and, like, shirt were still on. Just, like... This is so embarrassing. Pushed down. Everyone's virginity story is embarrassing. Yeah. I'll, I'll get through it. And then, like, my aunt had given us a condom, so I, like... we I went and got one of those, and we had sex. It was, like, a... It didn't last long. I don't know. I could not tell you how long it lasted. It did actually. not last long. Yeah. Safe to say. Yeah. But we did it. We <laughs> we, we had condom it. sex. I Yeah. I came, you know, in the condom. It didn't break. It was, <laughs> yeah. No horror stories. Yeah. No, it was a very, it was a very positive losing the virginity experience. I thought it was positive. I yeah. Think. Really nice. Besides the fighting. I but... mean, it was kind of on brand for you to have the fight lead into that. <laughs> exposing me <laughs> it's true yeah it's true yeah, yeah. i'm a it, it's my aries moon you know yeah but yeah so your family's cooking dinner downstairs right oh yeah fam mom and dad in the kitchen brother like in his room we were just in my it was like a room within a room it was kind of a nice it was, yeah. it was yeah, yeah, private yeah. of sorts yeah and your mom was like dinner <laughs> 
Did we sit down and have dinner with your family after? We we totally might have. That sounds hilarious. I think we did. We must have, right? Because so we came out. So we came out at the same time as your brother of the rooms. Well, he was just outside. I, I don't like my mom had a weird like don't shut the door thing, but because it was like that nested room, like didn't really matter. Yeah, and so we we came out, and your brother was there, and you were like, "Hey, guess what we just did." Yeah. And he started singing, I just had sex. Yeah. And we started laughing yeah. because we were like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I thought he thought we were getting. I mean, I think for his, you know, innocent mind, it was easier to believe that. Yeah. Because he was younger than you. Yeah. And you were like 16. Yeah. We were 16. 16. Mm-hmm. How embarrassing of a story. I'm not impressed by that. <laughs> <laughs> the, clo- the clothes on is the worst part. <laughs> the fight is pretty on brand. Totally on brand. And again, the clothes on for you, like at the time, was pretty on brand for you. I don't remember that at all, Anthony. When we was I just not comfortable with you? No, I mean when we hooked up years later and you took your bra off, it was just like, oh, she's like outgrown that. I'm glad. Like, Anthony, I have no recollection of what you're talking about. I felt like I was naked in front of you all the time. You did not like to take your bra off. Like I, I, I'm. It's all right. So crazy. Wait, when? So when did that change? After, I mean, after high school, I would say. I'm, now I'm trying to retrace, like, when did I start taking my bra off? I, have I mean, no idea. You, would, you take it, you would be fully naked, but you just then, like, put it back, like, you just weren't. I wasn't just, like, hanging around with my tits out all the time, is what you're saying. Yeah, which I would have loved. I'm not wearing a bra right now. Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that kind of show, Anthony. Next question. I don't know what kind of show it is. It's not, I, thought, I thought it was about sexual wellness, sexual education, sexual. That's well, not education, that's wellness. just porn. If I don't know that you don't have a bra on, and then I learn that you don't <laughs> have a bra on, it sounds a lot like education to me. This is going to be a long night <laughs> of talking. Okay, I I want to go back to the power dynamics. Okay. Dominant, submissive. Yeah. Top, bottom. Sure. Master, slave. hmm So I talk about the power dynamics within sex. Yeah. And I talk about how there are always power dynamics in sex. BDSM brings them to the surface. Oh, I don't think there always are. Or I think... Do you think? I think... I mean, like... So, going back to, like, sex is two people, like, trying to get each other off. The way you get off is by allowing someone to use your body to get off, which is totally everything for a lot of people. Then, like, a submissive relationship makes a lot of sense. Because, like, as you let someone dominate you, you are also, like, you know, enjoying it. And then vice versa with the domination set, like... If your kink is like controlling and like being in power and using someone else to like get you off, then it makes a lot of sense to like want that. I find myself personally, I'm pretty like fluid because I don't like pain as like a real turn off for me. The domination side kind of ends there. But I've recently like, and by recently like last five, you know, plus years, like really come to understand like how much i enjoy like the the domination side of things the being in control and the, the, like knowing kind of what i want to happen that would turn me on and making that happen yeah yeah i think that so i talk about how and i talk about this as a metaphor of more like more than just sex but the misconception that people have not you necessarily Mm. people is that submissive is doesn't have any power there's no power for the submissive and all the power lies in the dominant's hands but that's not necessarily true because the submissive is only giving up a certain amount of power yeah it's fully in their power to resume control at any moment right yeah and i talk about that as a metaphor for like other things in life oh interesting so i think i like to be a more submissive yeah right well i'm thinking about in the time that you've known me has that always been the case i think initially you were more of a dom really yeah i mean you teased me a lot like when we were first um (laughs) 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 and like it wasn't that like i was submissive but it was just that like you really made me like things happen on your terms yeah like you were really like like even if you were going down on me like you were very in control of of how that was happening yeah Um, and like you you made me want it for sure like yeah 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 i know what you mean i i think i i think i i'm fluid in that sense because i still like to you like to push back i would say i like to push back yeah and 
I like someone to be telling me what to do, but I want to be like sassy about it. Yeah, 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 you totally do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think I like the the I like when someone's like telling me what to do or like yeah. trying to get me to do that, and I'm yeah. like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's very interesting. Power dynamics, just yeah. in general. Well, and like strength plays like a, a role in that too, right? Like, there's like a physical like actual like power dynamic too which i think is really interesting you mean like physical strength yeah like if i have my hands on your hands behind your head laying down like if i'm on top of you you're not moving those like you know like i'm i'm just like strong right yes yeah yeah and that can be interesting whereas like i with some some with physical strength like i've never felt like i actually like couldn't get out of a situation but i think that there are a lot of people that really enjoy that sensation yeah you know people that like handcuffs or like any sort like they like really enjoy that they can't even no matter what they did they couldn't get out of that situation i don't know if i'm like that i don't know if you are either that's why you like to you are a little more like pushback playful like it's not quite full submission it's yeah. like it's like domination on your terms almost yeah 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 i like that for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love that for me <laughs> I'm thinking too about like the masculine and feminine energy within sex, not necessarily like man, woman, of yeah. course, as you know, masculine energy, feminine energy, feminine energy is surrender, allow, hmm. soft, nurture. Yeah. And then masculine is like doer, organization, dom, dom, dominate, dominate, control. come on her face. If you have both masculine energies, those are going to clash. If you have both feminine energies, those are going to clash. So it's like someone needs to be in somewhat of some control or like telling you what to do in some situations. What was it like to date me? I mean, I think you had a lot to work through and it was confusing to me because I didn't get the full <laughs> picture and uh, great at times, painful at times, just like many early relationships, you know, when people are in the process of maturing. Yeah. I think we had really great... I think a lot of the sexual part of our relationship was really great. Um, and I think we had really sweet moments. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did have sweet moments. Yeah. Because I think there was like, we started out as friends, which I think was a big driver for me in my brain. It seems like it was a big driver because we had a friendship first. Yeah. And then created like romance around that and then sexuality around that. And I think having that as a foundation allowed us more freedom to explore sexuality yeah. in our young years. I think we were both just like also really horny <laughs> people too. You're ruining the sweet moment. We're just really horny kids. Well, I think, I that... think you were hornier than I was, Anthony. That's fair. I, yeah, that's fair. You were also like, you were not non-sexual. You know? Right. Yeah dating was confusing you at times like i like i mentioned um i made it confusing a little bit because yeah. i didn't like express to you what i was really feeling yeah i think so i don't even know what i was feeling i think i was just like an emotional blob that's you know a, that sounds sounds right yeah and i didn't know how to like articulate yeah i think you kind of presented me for being like so um I mean, compa so compassionate is like the wrong word, but like, I, I think I just had like a lot of love to give. And I think that you were like frustrated that like you would do something crazy and then I would just be like, what's wrong? Can I help you? Like you, like, I think you wanted me to be a bit more, um, dramatic or. Oh, that's a theme. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Yeah. It's shown up in different ways in my relationship since. Yeah. Cause like I do end up dating the nice like, I want to screw around with all these, like, bad boys. Yeah. That's I'm me. not like this I'm, anymore. I'm a bad boy. You're not. I know. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> you definitely weren't when we dated. Certainly not, yeah. No, you have you have an edge now. You have, like, tattoos. tattoos. Yeah. A little crazier now. A little less, like, oh, the world's blue sky. Unicorns, rainbows. Yeah. 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 So I usually, like... I go after like the bad boys, but then I actually get in relationships with the nice men. That makes sense. Yeah. And I think that's where I go wrong because they're like too nice. Then I start to, I think it's, it's all me, right? I yeah. think I. That's big of you to admit. So nice. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know I've done yeah. a lot of work on this. Nice. I think that 
I don't feel deserving of that love. Yeah, that makes that like you resented me because you didn't feel like you deserved it from me. Yeah, and I was just like, this is all I have to give. Like, I, yeah, yeah. And so I didn't feel deserving of that love. So then I would like act out. Yeah, and self sabotage. Yeah, yeah, is what I did. Yeah, I did that last year. Oh wow. Well. <laughs> so it's a pattern. Yeah. I'm working on it. Yeah. Now I'm aware of it. Yeah. What's your issue? <laughs> I talked about my issue. Oh, I miss, I miss you less. You know me. <laughs> I have no issues. I just I just love too hard. Love too much. That's an issue. I mean, yeah. I, honestly, that is my issue. That's great. I love that you're pointing this out. Um, <laughs> my, yeah, my issue is that I'm just like willing to uh, overlook. Like, I because I'm so strong and like I can take like a lot of shit. Like, I'm willing to just put up with a lot of shit if like I really, you know, have like a lot of feelings. And so I think that can be not sticking up for myself enough to a point where it seems that like i'm like uh what's the, the mat, doormat but like i'm not quite a doormat it's just like oh like that's i can take a lot of bullshit you know like it's fine yeah but like i've i've become better at servicing like that was a bullshit moment like you shouldn't have done that um mm-hmm. i think i've been better at that yeah we're both getting better yeah i hope yeah I it's hope. been 10 years optimism you know it's 11 years yeah optimism <laughs> growth just, we just say words now. <laughs> Maturity, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how do you think losing your virginity affected your sexuality in your adulthood? Um, I don't know. I've just had this like pretty indefatigable uh, desire for the, the female form since I was a, a small child. So um, it's it's been hard. Like lately, I've like I've like on a philosophical level understood that like. Uh, heterosexuality and homosexuality in like strict senses are like kind of made up like it shouldn't yeah. really be like everyone should be bisexual I think or like and even bisexual to say that there's only two like probably like everyone should be like multisexual let's call it um, and so like I've gotten there on like a philosophical place and then I'll be like so like should I kiss a dude like should I try that and like I just have no urge like I'm just like no like pussy like let's let's I would kiss that like <laughs> no pussy <laughs> yeah like it's just like less I've like seen like handsome or like attractive dude like I you know see a dude on the streets like that's that's a hot looking dude but like would you the same yeah like I just wouldn't like my thought process is like oh that's a hot dude and then it's like but who's that oh I would eat her you know like you like just yeah (laughs) I wouldn't like if recently a friend of mine was like would you describe yourself as heterosexual and I was like well like I think that's a dumb box like but like I've only exclusively been I like. I think you, you've got a great, you know, thing going on down there. And so, like... Where? Down where, Anthony? I mean, if you want me to be more explicit, I can't. I, like... <laughs> no, not like that. No? Oh. <laughs> I, I misunderstood the prompt. <laughs> what are we talking about? You asked me to be more explicit. <laughs> well, you asked me how having... Losing my virginity to you affected my sexuality later. Yes. And I'm saying that... You're, you were my first interaction with the female woman. So it, I didn't like scar you is what you're saying. No, but I, I've I've had not good sex. Surprising, I know, because I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> but Surprising, I know. And it wasn't due to physiology, I guess. Like that's maybe this is a... No, I've had bad sex and I think it's more about like the chemistry between two people. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I've even had good and bad sex with the same person. So then it's like... Sure. Well, mind, I mindset. Had... You think we've had good sex the whole time? I don't know if that's necessarily true. Not willing to go on the record. <laughs> Not willing to answer. <laughs> no comment. There's been a lot of them. So it's like, how can they all be good? Yeah, totally. Any secrets you need to get off your chest? No, I don't, I don't think so. The ring that you gave back to me, I think is an Adam's possession. That's a funny one. Um, we're 27 what are you talking about he still has it yeah I mean I gave it to him then and like I just never asked for it back it's you know? like, <laughs> less of a secret it's probably in the trash somewhere could be could be it's that's just kind of a funny what one what was the ring what so was an, it was a nice ring I, it was like one of our first get my first gifts it was like Christmas together or something um, why did I give it back to you because I was an asshole you wanted a really big dramatic moment yeah yeah that's silly. Uh, yeah why was uh, I so dramatic I don't know uh, I think I saw it in the movies or something I yeah, thought I needed to be like that yeah Oh, if you could give advice to women sexually as a man, like what would you tell my listeners? Um, don't be afraid to ask. I think that's that's a big one. Like people come into many sexual experiences and they're like, oh, I have to know 
the perfect way to please my partner. And if I ask, I'm gonna look like an idiot and I just have to do right for them immediately. And I think that's an impossible standard to set one. And I think that if you ask, it's almost guaranteed to be better because they can articulate what feels good to them. And I think it's a really simple question too. It's like, what, what can I do to make you feel good? Like, who knows? Like maybe they want to be like, maybe they want their ass licked, you know? Like who knows <laughs> what they want, what feels good for them, what you're willing to do. And like, that's never gonna come to light unless you ask. So I think that's a good one. And then being able to take like constructive criticism or like feedback, like, hey, like this feels better or that feels better. Like having that kind of open dialogue, I think it can be really powerful. Yeah. And get you to places that both of you will just be like having orgasms like they're like 12, you know, blowing your minds. <laughs> so it's interesting. The first one that you said, I think a lot of people, women, yeah, but people uh, don't know what they like. Because that's, they haven't really explored it on their own. That's really interesting. Yeah, that's a and good point. I had an intimacy coach on this podcast talk about how, or a sex therapist slash coach, and she talked about how, you know, have you ever explored by yourself? Like what, like what do you like in bed? Yeah, and they look at her like for women, they look at her just deer in the headlights. Wild. Because they've never, they've never thought that it's about them. Damn. Yeah, that's too bad. That's a, that's like a fucked up part of uh, our Christian society for sure. Our Christian yeah. society. The, the Puritans, you know, they fucked us up with that. Yeah. yeah. And only in the last like six years have we started to unravel all of hundreds and hundreds of years of that programming. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's fucked up. Women's pleasure is important. Let me let me be the first to say that. <laughs> My listeners are going to love you. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's interesting and uh, I I talk about self-intimacy a lot on this podcast and just like ensuring that you're exploring things on your own because I think it's important to know because I talk about this like after my last relationship I kind of did this started this whole business this whole thing yeah. and I wanted to make sure that I was living up to what I was speaking to right so, so I was like I, I, I love that for you thanks so I uh, I was listening to the Call Her Daddy podcast. You know that podcast? I don't, I'm not familiar. I don't, I don't really it's like, podcast. Okay, it's like the number like one podcast in yeah, the world. Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah. <laughs> she talks about sex a Good lot. for her. Good. Yeah. We need more people talking She's about like sex. She's like a millionaire for talking about sex on a podcast. Good for her. I wish I could be a millionaire for talking about sex on a podcast. <laughs> That's where I'm going yeah, with this. Yeah. Yeah. And she talks about butt plugs like all the time. She's like, everybody's missing out. Like everyone needs a butt plug. And I'm like am I missing out on something here? So yeah. I was like, you know what? I've never explored the butt. Yeah. And that's something that it's taboo. It's scary to like start by yourself. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to test it out. And I think it just opened this door to my sexuality in a different way because I had explored it on my own. Yeah. And it was something, it was like one of the only places of my body that I hadn't explored on my yeah. own. And so I think... And now I know, right? That you like it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I I, <laughs> I told everybody that like, like yesterday I had people over for Friendsgiving. And I was like, I was going to get you all in like your individual boxes with your initials on them. I was going to have you all open them at the same time. And they were going to be bubbles. <laughs> and everyone was going to be like, Lisa. That's hilarious. Yeah. I'm a big advocate of at least exploring things that you feel like hmm maybe that's interesting yeah i would say generally don't have like try to break down the walls that you have constructed around sexuality and like if there's something that you think would be pleasurable to you like go for it what you said is right like ask communication i think ex i think it's hard for me to express what i want yeah i haven't had a lot of practice now that I've started to like be like, oh, okay, I need to art I need to advocate for myself here. Yeah. And there's a way to do it while being nice too. Like you can also be like, you don't want to call someone like an idiot, you know, like, <laughs> like, you're, like you're an idiot. Yeah. No, touch me this way. Like Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a there's a balance. And taking the constructive feedback, because usually people go automatically to, oh, I did something wrong. I'm an idiot. I'm right. a failure. Yeah. I don't know how to please this person. Yeah. And that can't be you gotta both be on the same that's why again sex is like a team sport to me like it's both people working towards that common goal it's because you played football probably yeah big sports <laughs> big sports person we you know you know what we were doing out on that football field <laughs> we <were. laughs> communicating 
giving receiving pushing each other to the limit <laughs> good to know good to honestly know. i knew that's what was going on Ooh, i have a good story this is the first time we touch each other we're touching each other's index fingers today first time all day yeah we, we had a brief all moment. day well yeah all night yeah sure all year <laughs> <laughs> do you remember me and um your other high school girlfriend having a conversation about her dating you <laughs> no was it mean were you i bet you were rude <laughs> i bet you were rude uh i actually have no idea should we call her <laughs> and ask <laughs> they're like what are you guys doing <laughs> you guys are 27 <laughs> like, <this> is... <laughs> oh man no i i definitely think that like she had a conversation with me like hey like this ha like we're starting to date like I, how do you feel about it well, I don't remember what the, how it went. Yeah. I probably was, you're right, probably an asshole <laughs> on brand. I would do things to like get under your skin, I guess. Again, yeah. It's confusing for me because I was like, I just show you nothing but love. Why do you hurt me? <laughs> <laughs> I show you nothing but love. Why are you hurting me? That's a good point. I'm glad that we cleared that up. I mean, yeah, it, it, it brings clarity. That's good. Yeah. I, I, I've told you this. I told you this like last year. I have a lot of appreciation for our relationship because I think it taught me a lot, obviously, but mostly about, I think a lot of people have like negative first high school sexual experiences. Yeah. And I don't think, I think that with my fir first, first before you experience that wasn't positive. Yeah. I think it, made at least losing the virginity positive for me yeah no i mean that's what i was trying to say earlier when you asked about how did losing my virginity affect me in so many words you're just <laughs> i said something similar <laughs> mine was nicer is it a competition stop what <laughs> what <laughs> the people can't hear i'm cutting out all this like flirting that you're doing right now <laughs> what this people want content. that. That's gonna turn. That's gonna. That's gonna get turn the up the going. views. Yeah. No, it's not. Okay, Anthony, I really appreciate you coming on this podcast. Lisa, I appreciate you for having me. I really appreciate it. I wasn't expecting this today. Often the best things are unexpected. I agree. I was like, Anthony, let's fucking do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get on the horn. I don't know how long ago we were supposed to do this, but I don't care. A few months, yeah. It worked out. Today's our day, so like... Today's our day. Yeah. It's, yeah, wild how manifold and complex life becomes. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on this podcast, <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> and um, thank you for sharing your wisdom with our listeners. I'm really excited to, to give them all a hug one day. A hug? N no. <laughs> Not, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> all right. Elevation Nation. Thank you for listening. Stay elevated. Hey, you know my tagline? I didn't. I guessed. I, good, good guess, though. That's great. <laughs> Anthony, are you listening to the podcast? I, I'm a member of Elevated Nation. <laughs> <laughs> you are now. I am now. You are now. All I ever wanted to be. Thank you all for listening, my sweet Elevated Empaths. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram at The Elevated Empath. You can learn about all of my offerings on the links below or on my website, lisabtag.com. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to this podcast. Rate it five stars. Write a review. Share this episode with your favorite empath and write in to tell me what you think about this episode and what you'd like me to talk about next. And I hope you feel so elevated and I'll see you next time.